So it ended up being better that the awful stuff happened, which I've found usually when something awful happens, it's like it usually, if you accept it and like find a good way to deal with it, it usually ends up working out better than it would have anyway. Welcome back to Plot Twist, the podcast. I'm your host, Miranda Page. I'm a recovering reporter turned podcaster here to share the plot twists in people's lives and their motivational stories that will inspire us all to live life to the fullest. Today, I have my brother Parker back on the podcast again. He was just a guest host helping me tell my own story. So we thought this would be a good time for him to also give an update on his story. So he told his story in the first episode, and then I gave you guys an update where he had moved to Chicago. He was about to start some comedy classes and I haven't really talked to him a lot about his story since then. So I haven't heard any of this either. So I'm going to hear it for the first time alongside you guys. And I'm eager to hear how his life is going. He said there's been a lot of changes, more plot twists. So I'll have you take it away, Parker. So you were about to start the comedy classes. So what Mm -hmm. happened with that? So I started them. They were great. It was the Second City classes. Um, Amazing classes. Learned a lot. Kind of formed like a friend group. Like you really, you're like, you're almost like trauma bonded because it's so hard to just be like, all right, you got to think on the spot. It's improv. Like fearless. Say whatever's on your mind. We're all just kind of in that space together. So you really get like bonded to these people, which was really cool. I had like a group of friends because I mean, I moved out here with my roommate and my friend, you know, but we really only had each other. So it was nice to have like a group and we were doing the classes together and there's like different levels in second city. So I kept moving up. I got to like level three and I guess I'll also touch on the job hunt because that kind of applies to what happened next. I moved without a job because I had quit my job after saving up money and I was like, okay, we're going to move to Chicago. We're going to make this happen. Mm -hmm. And it was very difficult to find a job. Luckily I had money saved up. So I was able to still pay my rent and everything, but it took a long time. I was applying to so many different places and it was to the point where I was like, you know, I'm going to be like a starving artist. So like, I'll take anything. Like I'll be like a waiter. I'll be like, I'll get back into like retail, I'll do management stuff again. Like I was like, I'll just whatever. Like I just wanted a job and I wasn't getting any bites. There was no like responses or if they were, they would fall apart and it just wouldn't work out. So many different times it was like, second interview, third interview, call back, and then something would just, it just wouldn't work out. And during this time, there was, uh, I was looking into like marketing jobs too, because that's something I'd always kind of wanted to do as like my, as I pursue what I want to do, that would be like a good job, I feel like. Yeah. So I found this like weird test online. It was like, you know, take this test and then we'll see if you have like a high aptitude for being a marketer. You don't need any experience or anything. If you pass this test, we'll put you in a program where we'll teach you everything. You'll get paid as you get taught. You don't have to pay anything. It's free. You actually get paid. And then if you finish those classes, like if you pass the test, get accepted into the classes and then finish the classes, they will connect you with a job. So it was like perfect. Yeah. I thought it was a scam. It looked very sketchy. It sounds like it. Like, how'd you find it? You were just Googling like marketing? I mean, well, I didn't really have much to do. I didn't have a job. So during the day when my roommate was at work, you know, and I'm just like, I don't even like, there's only, only so many times you can just like watch shows, you know? So I'm like applying to stuff and getting desperate. 
So it was an act of desperation. I took the test, clicked into it, the test starts, and out of nowhere, there's like a clock that's ticking down. Oh, like a legit test. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, a, it says two hours. I'm like, I have two hours to do this? Like, how hard is it going to be? What is this? And then the first question is like algebra questions that I haven't done since like high school. I'm like, oh my God. So I just like looked around. I was like, I need a pen and paper. I got to do like, I don't even know if I remember how to do this. So I'm just like, and I don't know why I continued because I thought it was a scam. I think it was like not only an act of desperation, but also like, this is like just something to do. It's like solving a Sudoku puzzle or something. And there's like a timer. So I'm just like, oh my God, holy shit, I got to do it. So I started solving all the math like problems and stuff. And then there, that was over. And I was like, oh, so the test's done. But then there was like a second part. And that was like writing and English grammar stuff, which I've always been good at that. So that was, that was fine. There was like other, what, there was like, you have to write an essay portion. There was all kinds of different, like. Sounds like the SAT. It was, that's basically what it was. Yeah. And there was like pattern recognition, like logic puzzles and stuff. Like the stuff they make you do for IQ tests. Oh. Really, like it was like, if there's four triangles and then an upside down triangle with a dot in it, what comes next? You know? <laughs> Is it square? And I'm like, oh. So I did that, finished the test. And then they're like, all right, we will contact you if you pass the test. And then you'll get put in the program. Um, I don't hear anything back for a long time. I completely forget that I even took this test. Because I think I took it, like, it was, like, very early on. Like, I don't even know. Like, first month being in Chicago, not having to reach out. And then, like, another month went by or, like, another couple weeks or something. And I still wasn't hearing back from jobs. And now I'm like freaking out because I'm like, I need money, you know, to like live and eat food. (laughs) So then um, I get an email back saying like, hey, like, congratulations, you passed the test. You're going to be put into this program. And I'm like, I still think it's a scam, but I'm like, okay, cool. Um, They're like, it's going to start. I think they said like two weeks from now. That's when our next cohort is what they called it. The next cohort will start like, oh. That's like what you call like people who robbed a bank together. You're like, they were cohorts. So I'm like, what is this? Um, the, the day comes where I'm supposed to start, or I think it was like the day before. I get an email saying like, uh, sorry, we regret to inform you, but we're going to have to delay the class and you're going to have to start two weeks from then. So I'm like, this is a scam. Like what the, this is a scam. Why am I, but I'm desperate. I'm not hearing back from anybody. You weren't like giving out personal information stuff too, right? So it was like, if this is a scam, they're not like- Not yet. anything from me. <laughs> right, not yet. I mean, they knew like first and last name and email and stuff, but that was it at this point. And I was doing the second city classes at night during this time. And that was great, you know, still like working out and like staying healthy in that way. So everything else was great. It was just like, I need a job. And then it, you know, that's another two weeks pass. And then it actually happened where I was like, okay, the class is going to start. We're going to send you a laptop in the mail. And they did. So I'm like, this is a really elaborate scam. You know, (laughs) wow, they're really committed. I would have thought, like, are they, like, sending me, like, a stolen laptop to, like, frame me? Blackmail me or something? I know. I'm like, and then I get the laptop. We were going to start on, like, Monday or whatever. You know, I boot up the laptop, follow all their instructions and stuff. Um, We have day one, which was just like a big Zoom meeting with all the other people who just were desperate, probably. But they all had passed the test, which I will say was a very tough test. Like they're not 
they won't just let anybody in. It's a very like picky program and it is not a scam. It's a very, it's a real <laughs> program. It's very tough to get into and it's very tough to actually like get through it and graduate too. But yeah, we started doing it. They taught me digital marketing, a lot of different skills in digital marketing. They also taught us like how to work in a remote environment for like remote jobs, how really? to be like, yeah, how to craft professional emails, how to like behave in a meeting. Cause like, wow. I don't know how to behave in a workplace. Cause I've never been in like an office environment. Yeah. You know, I've always been like a manager running around doing like a million different things, you know? So it was brand new. So they taught us all that. That's amazing. Cause a lot of places don't like, even in college, I don't think you learn that kind of stuff and like writing emails just working remote too because a lot of people work remote now like those are important yeah. skills so that's really cool it was amazing yeah and it was very tough we were getting paid while doing it so it was like okay i have money i'm learning this is going to turn into something this is great it was very intense though they were it was basically like they described it as like an agency simulated environment so like an ad agency they made it basically like a day in the life. Like it's almost as if we were working at an ad agency. So we learned a lot of different skills. We learned like Google ads, uh, Facebook ads, all kinds of different stuff. Uh, programmatic, which is like a very like, not, I won't get into it, but it's a very, it's a tough thing to learn. It's a lot of stuff and getting certifications and stuff, lots of meetings every day. Yeah. And then towards the latter half, we actually had real clients. We had like real projects we were working on with actual clients and stuff, which was very cool. And then we had like a final capstone project, which, you know, we were graded throughout the whole time. So you had to get good grades to continue. And there were people who did not get good grades and were kicked out. There were also people who, once they discovered how digital marketing works and how we like track people and like follow you around on the internet, they were so like horrified by it that they left. They were like, <laughs> I can't be a part of this. You guys are monsters. So they left. How many did you start out with? I think we had like 20 something people and we ended with, I think like seven. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then we had our final capstone project, which it was like, if you finish that, then you graduate. And that's when at that point you would be able to, they would connect you with a job, you know, and you would do that. So that was great. I finished my capstone, did really good, got a really great grade. So I was on to like get connected with a job. Um, they tell us that this is the first time this has ever happened in the history of their program, but the job market isn't looking great right now. So we're probably not going to be able to connect you with the job, but we're going to hold you guys here for a little while. So they kept us on payroll for like another two months and they basically kept training us, which was great you know, kept paying us, which was, we were all grateful for that. Yeah. It was great. And then in the meantime, they were still trying to get us connected with, you know, companies, but it wasn't working out. They uh -huh. managed to get two of us out of like the seven people connected with a place. So they left. There was five of us left. And <laughs> finally, like the day had come where they were like, we're not going to be able to get you guys connected with a job. So I, you know, they were like, we recommend you just try applying to places on your own. And we'll help you make resumes and stuff. We'll try at least. But yeah, sorry. Oh my gosh. I mean, I guess at least they gave you training. But when you're promised that at the end of this intense yeah. program, you're going to get a job. And then, oh my gosh. And you've been looking for months too on your own. That must have been just frustrating. It was hard. Yeah. And it was like we technically only had, if you break down like the program and all the 
client work we had, it was like, I don't know what it was in total, like six months or something. So it's like, it's hard to apply for a new job when your only experience is like six months, like less than a year. I was very cynical and thinking like, it's going to be tough to break in. Yeah. And you weren't making like a full salary either when you were doing this program. Like you were making money, but it wasn't like a lot of money. No, I was like living paycheck to paycheck. I couldn't, I haven't, I'm like just now like starting to have like a social life because like I didn't have money to do anything because it all went to rent and food until what happened later, which I'll get to. But yeah, so that happened. We were just kind of left to our own devices to figure it out and get a job. And I just kept applying to places. Um, I've always been really good at making resumes and cover letters. I've always been good at interviews. So yeah, I just went crazy and just like applied to like hundreds of places, spent all day doing it, really like learning on my own even more so I could make sure like I really have these skills nailed down and that I know what I'm doing. And like just coming at each interview with like a plan, each job that I would see, here's my plan, I'm going to attack it and just doing that all day, every day. And I managed to get I mean, it was like that was a journey in itself because I had like a job offer from like Microsoft, but it was like a contracted role and it didn't pay very well. I was like locked into a weird contract. So at that point, I said no to them. I don't know why. I was feeling like very ballsy, I think, because I was just I didn't know if I would hear from anybody else, but I said no to them. And then I didn't hear back from a lot of places for a while. And I was like, wow, that was really stupid. Why did I do that? So then... I went really crazy and just was like all day, every day, all night, just like applying to places. And then out of nowhere, it's like, I got a job offer and I was like, Oh my God, thank God. Great job. Um, it was like hybrid. So I think two days at home, three days in office at this really big ad agency in the heart of Chicago. It's like the, the place to be insane. Like, yeah, you know, especially for someone like me who were like, I don't have a college degree mm-hmm. or even a high school diploma. Like I have a GED and then just work experience. And then I taught myself the skills you need for the job. But I got that job. And then right before that started, I had like two weeks before I started. Then I got one after another, after another, after another, I got three more offers. And then I'm like, I'm like, which one do I pick? You know, and they all had pros and cons. Yeah. And I really had to figure it out. Like I was like the bell of the ball. And I was just like quartered at the prom. And I had so many like, you know, people who wanted me, which is like, it's, it's a great problem to have, but it's very stressful. Yeah. You want to make the right choice. And once you say no, you can't be like, just kidding. Can I come back? Yeah. You know, the other places didn't work out. So I went through a time where that was tough. And I finally, like, after doing research, picked a place. And I'm working there now. I'm so glad that I picked it. It's an amazing company. It's fully remote. I'm making really, really good money, more money than I've ever made in my life. And it's insane. And it took a lot to get here, but... It was 100% worth it. I'm still learning at this job. They treat us very well. It's very like I can relate to your story because like I'm used to like being a manager working like 12 plus hours a day. And then even when you're off, you have to communicate with people. And yeah, it's not no work life balance. But now I have a work life balance and it's great. But yeah, so that all happened Um, in the midst of me learning and being in the the program before I like had gotten this job. But I was just in the program learning it was very stressful. We all were stressed out in the program. Some people had left just because it was so much work. And it was like 12 hour days in front of the computer, just like doing a lot of, you know, a lot of work, very stressful. And I had at that time, I kind of felt like this is like, I'm never going to get an opportunity like this or get a great job like this. So I was very stressed out. I didn't know what to do. 
So I had like in the past been on like antidepressants that are more for anxiety, mm-hmm. not for like, they're just called antidepressants. I don't know why they do that. Cause it's for, it was prescribed for like anxiety. And I took those without like a doctor. I was just like, I'll just start taking it again. Like I used to, cause I still had them. And I had always in the past had weird reactions to them, but I was like, I need this. I'm very stressed. But at the same time, I was also like, I was doing, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this, but I was like having like edibles and like smoking weed because I was stressed, like not while working, but like at night, you know, yeah. to relax. And I had like a weird reaction to like the pills that I was taking, which are very powerful. Like you shouldn't just take antidepressants willy nilly like that. I think it should be like a last resort. Like if you're depressed, you should have, you, you should try a lot of things before you try that, I think. Because I always have a bad reaction. And this time, that plus the weed, I guess, I don't know. Um, it like, I had a horrible experience where for like the next two, three months, I'm like just now coming out of it really. Like when I started this job, I like couldn't feel anything. Like I couldn't feel sad. I couldn't feel happy. I couldn't laugh at anything. All my emotions were gone. No anxiety either. It was just like blank slate, nothing. I can't even imagine that. Like you just were here and just. I was just here. Yeah. I couldn't sleep. There was like a week where I just couldn't sleep. And if I did fall asleep, it was like two hours and I just couldn't sleep. You know, you're like your mind's eye, like you can picture things in your head. Yeah. I couldn't do that. It went away. Oh my gosh. The, the voice in your head, like the, how you yeah. can like talk to yourself in your head and be like, oh, Parker's. That voice <laughs> went away. Yeah. And I couldn't, my like creativity went away. I'm like, this is why I moved out here. I moved out here to like pursue comedy and writing and like be creative. And it went away and I couldn't be spontaneous and do improv. So I had to end up quitting the classes. I was in like level three. I had to take a break. I'm going to join now that I'm back like mentally and I have a great job and things are going well, but I had to stop because it was like, I literally can't even like have a conversation with a person, let alone do that. So it was very, very scary. I couldn't like taste stuff too. It was very like just blank slate. Like there was just nothing there. Oh my God. My memory was bad too. I remember I was still in the classes because I was like, I still need to pass these classes and like graduate. And when we would have meetings or need to present something, I would like, even if it was just a meeting where it was just like, oh, what have you been up to or whatever? I would have to like write everything down that I was going to say word for word and like look at my notes because I couldn't hold thoughts in my head it was like really scary really bad and it's just like over time it went away it's like i've looked it up this happens to some people with antidepressants it's just like it's like it happens it's just a bad reaction and it went away luckily like i'm just now coming back to where like i feel 100 percent. it's slowly been getting better yeah and then now i'm like i feel like i'm back but yeah it was really scary i like called mom And I was just like, I don't know what's happening. I can't like feel anything. I can't think right. And I was like, I would say a word and then there'd be like 30 seconds of silence because I was like, what's the word? Like, I can't think. So yeah, I don't know. It's like all this crazy stuff happened. But you still passed the class somehow. (laughs) It was insane. It was like, I mean, I didn't, it was all I did. It was like, even when it was at night or whatever, when I couldn't sleep, it was like, I would just keep working because I knew I wouldn't be able to get the stuff done during the day because my brain was just like not working right. But um. It ended up being a weird, like, blessing in disguise, the my brain thing. Because, like, I think I was, like, because of how stressed I was, I was probably, like, 
having too much weed, drinking too much because I was stressed Mm -hmm. and like overeating and not exercising. I was doing like stuff that you just like bad habits. I was like slipping into like my old self almost, you know, from like before I went on my weight loss journey and I had put on weight and stuff. And I had figured out that like the, if I did weed after my brain was like messed up, it would, the weed would make it worse. So if I started feeling better, like, oh, I feel 20% better today. If I did the weed, it would reset where I'm like, oh, I'm back to like zero percent so i was like i guess i gotta cut that out because i need to get better even like if i had like one beer or something same thing so i was like okay i guess i can't drink to deal with this if i was eating like food and stuff too like anything that was like too much for like your brain i don't know what it was it was like it just made it so like my brain couldn't heal i guess if that makes sense so then i had no choice but to be like okay i need to start working out again i need to like get back into shape i need to be like back to my old self again. And so I started doing that and I lost the weight that I had put on. So now I'm back. It's like, I'm back to where I was supposed to be. But it was almost like a blessing in disguise where I was like, you're going to be forced to stop having these bad coping mechanisms right now. And if I hadn't, who knows, maybe I would have just kept getting worse and worse and, yeah, you know, not learning how to deal with the stress I was dealing with at the time properly. So, but yeah, so I don't know. That's what happened. And now I have a good job and I have free time and like money and a good like work-life balance and my brain is back. I um, am going to start pursuing what I came out here to do and rejoin the classes and start doing stand-up and writing again. But yeah, it was crazy. That's what happened to me. It's like other, I mean, it's like, I guess in life, you're always going to have plot twists and things that Mm -hmm. come up. It's like, you can't plan for the future. You really can't like yeah it's never a perfect line like you're gonna it's like you're gonna climb these hills like it's never gonna life's not easy <laughs> it's not and you cannot like i didn't know this like test was gonna be a turn into an amazing job opportunity you know like that out of nowhere i thought it was a scam and then <laughs> like you know the antidepressants that i was prescribed before and i knew probably weren't good but it's like oh it's an antidepressant it's like good for you and then that ended up like breaking my brain and stuff and then it's like you just can't can't plan for stuff like that it just like happens so you just kind of have to learn to deal with it but I do feel like these things were meant to be and that I was kind of like meant to experience that experience even though it was really scary mentally what was going on with me it made me oddly it made me thankful for anxiety because I couldn't even feel anxious yeah so now that that's back and I can feel anxious like I'm almost like thankful when it happens where I'm just like this is like great you know, I'm, I like appreciate food and the way it tastes more. I appreciate like, I couldn't enjoy TV or reading or anything when I was in that headspace too. I was just like a zombie, you know? So mm-hmm. I can really appreciate like, wow, it's amazing that like you can read books and enjoy like a story out of it and see it in your head and like feel things for like people that don't exist and learn things from it. And, you know, I, I don't know. It's like, it, it's made me more grateful and like, just appreciate life more and I think it was what I needed even though it was awful and I wouldn't do it to my worst enemy it's kind of like I feel like it happened for a reason yeah I feel like everything in life happens for a reason and it's a good yeah. lesson learned to make yeah. sure you don't take something you're not prescribed or like talk to a doctor yeah. first and definitely don't do what I did yeah did you ever go to the doctor and like once you couldn't feel anything okay yeah, that's why when I called mom, and she, I had to stay on the phone with her because I couldn't like hold thoughts in my head, so I couldn't figure out how to get to a hospital. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I was like, I, yeah. And I couldn't figure out like where addresses, how that worked. I didn't know where, where I was like my address. I didn't oh. know what my address was. Like it was very scary. Oh, poor mom. Cause mom is in Colorado. And so she can't <laughs> even, like drive down and all. Yeah. So I went to the hospital, like ER or something. And they did like a barrage of tests and physicals and stuff. They even did an MRI scan on my brain to see if I had a stroke. Oh my gosh. But everything came back like great, which is insane. Cause I was like, I'd put on weight and stuff. And they were like, you're, a, you're like, you know, a perfect specimen. You're like a, you're the pinnacle of health. And I was like, really? I, I can't even like hold a thought in my head or have a conversation with you doctor, but you say so. So it was all like, you know, it's like, the neurotransmitters in my brain were just fucked up from that pill and you can't test for that. Oh. So, you know what I mean? So Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. So, it, and then I just kind of learned like it's only going to get better over time if I just have a very healthy lifestyle and just, yeah, just be as healthy as I can. I didn't even know if it would go away too. That was the other scary thing. Thank God that it did. But yeah. yeah. Wow. So, I don't know. I don't know if, how much of that you knew. Or if this is where you expected this update to go. I knew you had taken a test. I didn't know that you just like randomly found it and thought it was a scam. <laughs> like I thought yeah. this was something that you're like, yeah, this is what people do. And and I didn't know anything about the your brain either. And yeah, yeah, it was scary. I mean, I spent like three months while I was healing, just not talking to anybody because it was just I couldn't, you know, it sucked. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, but just to, I guess, circle back, it's, that was a great program and it was not a scam. And I don't, I'm not mad at them for what happened because they really tried their best and it was free. We didn't have to pay for it. It was very valuable and I wouldn't be at the job I am now without them. So it wasn't ideal, but it's like, I couldn't plan for any of that. It was like, I couldn't plan for not, you know, for them not being able to connect us with a job or like any of this. It just happens. Yeah. And you could have let it affect you. But instead, you pushed forward and you kept applying. So I think that's the thing. When yeah. bad things happen that we don't expect, sometimes we let it affect us and we don't move past it. Right. So the fact that you didn't like take it too personally, like you realized you got good training out of it and you're yeah. going to take that training and get a job. So Yeah, and it ended up working out even better than it would have because when they were going to connect us with a job, it was like we were technically still employees with the place we learned at. And then it was like, we would be making a certain wage with them. And then after like six months, then the place they connected with us would have an opportunity to like choose to hire us on full time or not. But in my case, because I just applied to places, I was able to like not have a weird contract or anything and be making more than I would have been. So yeah. it ended up being better that the awful stuff happened. Yeah. Which I've found usually when something awful happens, it's like it usually if you accept it and like find a good way to deal with it, it usually ends up working out better than it would have anyway. So yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say about it, but yeah. With not expecting that. And we'll probably, like you said, you're getting back into comedy and I bet you really probably appreciate or are grateful for your creativity and comedy more than, you yeah. probably were before like I think when you lose something like I've been watching a lot of superhero shows so and <laughs> and you know like superheroes like they've lost their superpower and then if mm -hmm. they get it back like they appreciate it so much more I feel like it's almost like losing your superpower and then getting it back and realizing how precious right. it is so yeah 
Yeah, well, and it's, I've always been, like, a daydreamer kid who has his head in the clouds person. He's very creative. Yeah. And when all that was taken away, it was like, I don't even know how to function. You know, it was yeah. very scary. But, yeah, it makes you more grateful when stuff like that happens, for sure. Yeah. Well, good luck with your comedy and your new job. And, yeah, we'll probably do another update at some point in the far future as you kind of get into all this stuff and get back to your normal self. (laughs) Hopefully this, yeah, this next update is a little more straightforward and not (laughs) a bunch of weird, crazy plot twists and like psychological horror. We'll see. (laughs) Until the next episode, remember, it's your story, so feel free to hit them with a plot twist whenever you want. (laughs) 